dude, I know YouTubers that do 5 million views a, a, a video. Look at uh, Mr. Beast and his videos. Mm-hmm. They're killing network television. Right. And so, yeah, no longer can you just, that's no longer a type of platform where you could just say what you want, like how podcasting and YouTube used to be. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Shira, how are you doing on this Saturday evening? I'm doing well. This is the second week in a row yes. that we have recorded on Saturday. And so I'm wondering if this is going to be a new thing for us. Yeah, I kind of like these. Um, I like but, you know, the day has been well. Um, how are you doing? Shira, I'm doing great. I am doing great. We've got to watch some really cool movies. Um, today, you know, we like to watch movies that are, you know, indie. Beat, yeah, indie <laughs> film. Let's just leave it at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have a certain type of movies, you know, that we like to watch, but in uh, documentaries as well. So, yes, I look forward to Saturdays because that's what we do, you know. So, but it's good to break away and record a podcast today. I have some exciting things to touch on. Uh, but before we do, maybe you're a first time listener. And you're not exactly you're sure what you've clicked on. This is a podcast that um, me, I'm one host, and my wife Shire is host number two. And we're, together we're Black Married and Debt Free. And we paid off six-figure debt going back to 2017. And then we started documenting, you know, our journey and going back. And also documenting our forward journey to early retirement, wealth building, whatever you want to phrase it. But we talk about stuff like the economy we talk about real estate we talk about all things finance and so you're in the right place welcome Shire, we're gonna talk about this today uh and i'm gonna try to be calm here <laughs> i'm gonna try to be calm because i know you don't want me to go off but we're gonna be talking about one f the x t x 
FTX. Yes, the FTX collapse. And I'm sure you're all familiar with, but I don't think we've ever kind of touched on it. Right. But specifically how financial influencers should be held culpable or have 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 played a part in this whole thing so shire i'm gonna turn it over to you because i got a lot to say you know what i mean i got a lot to say (laughs) yeah and so you know uh you said a lot of people might be familiar with it but i was someone who was not okay okay when i first heard the story because i don't You know, FTX is one of the world's, well, I say it was one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges, and it allowed people to trade digital currencies for other digital currencies or traditional money and vice versa. And so because this was in the cryptocurrency realm, I wasn't really following it. Um, I look at cryptocurrency like a... Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Cool. Like you go to Chuck E. Cheese and you give them money and then they give you these coins. coins. Now outside of Chuck E. Cheese, you can't do nothing with them coins. Wow. But while you're in Chuck E. Cheese, you lit. You're lit. Yeah. You know, the Chuck E. Cheese world is your oyster. Yeah. You can ride rides, you can win prizes, you can feel rich and get little tickets for things yeah. and and so I kind of look at cryptocurrency like that. Like in in the world of cryptocurrency, it's something. But yeah. in the regular world, can't do nothing with it. I mean, <laughs> but let me just pause. I'm not the most educated right, in this right. realm. Right. But FTX collapsed. And there's a lawsuit that has come forth. Yes. And this lawsuit is hitting celebrities yes and it's also hitting youtubers yes and the youtubers are really at the center of this article now there are many articles but the one that we're going to be referencing today is actually from fortune and it's titled finance youtubers who promoted ftx have been handed a one billion dollar lawsuit the suit follows similar action against celebrity endorsers of FTX like Tom Brady and Madonna and there are there were even more. Wow. So a handful of YouTubers famed for their personal finance advice um, and expertise are being mm. chased hard for more than one billion by victims who lost their fortunes in Sam Bankman Freed's FTX. The finance influencers are facing a class action lawsuit claiming they were paid handsomely to push FTX brand prior to its collapse following similar cases brought against celebrity endorsers like Tom Brady, Madonna, and Gwyneth Paltrow. FTX collapsed over a 10-day period in November 2022 and its CEO is on house arrest right now ahead of a trial in October. Um, being charged with orchestrating a years-long fraud in which he used billions of dollars of FTX customer funds for personal expenses Mm. and high-risk bets through the exchange sister's uh, trading house, Alameda Research. He pleaded not guilty to the allegations in January. Um, It is unclear how much customers lost in the scandal, though some place the figure at around $8 billion. And there is no timeline for when depositors can get their cash back. Mm. So that lets me know that a lot of people 
um, invested in this and they might not receive yeah compensation Compens- there, yeah there's no uh federal entity that insures cryptocurrency right so yeah this is uh this is sad for a lot of folks right and so in the meantime they're going after the people they feel led them astray and so there are seven plaintiffs across the u.s canada the uk and australia who all purchase ftx yield bearing bearing accounts and they are suing eight youtubers an influencer agency and its founder for their losses, claiming the defendants did not disclose the nature and scope of their sponsorships and or their endorsement deals, their payments and compensation, nor uh, conduct adequate, if any, due diligence. Mm. So that is the basis of their claim. And so, yeah, let's let's continue well, before we go there, Shana, okay. let's 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 uh, let's let that marinate, right? Let's yes. let that soak in. So, essentially, along with celebrities, YouTubers, with we're gonna get into the the ins and outs of who yeah. they were and their following, but YouTubers were paid by FTX. They were essentially. FTX used their marketing dollars to pay celebrities and influencers to promote their product, right? Because they want to tap into the celebrities and YouTubers audiences. And this is what happens a lot. That's what content creators do. For those of you who don't know, that's how they're paid, right? They're paid with um, sponsorships, sponsorships, ads, ads, and, and, and so some of the commercials you hear. But what has to happen is there's a federal law where you must disclose and be transparent on the fact that this is an ad because Shira could be paying me money under the table. And if I don't tell you, the listener, that I'm being paid, that this is an ad or this is a sponsored message, it just sounds like it's something that I really do myself or something you know what i mean and so in an effort to not mislead the audience there's federal laws that are in place that say you have to be specific with your messaging to your audience that this is a commercial this is a this is a sponsorship i'm partnering with someone in this and so it gets a little it gets a little you know interesting there but go ahead yeah it's it's not just that it's they feel that they didn't they they didn't um, provide full transparency. That's what I did, exactly. And that is because they are claiming that influencers took and took undisclosed payments mm-hmm. ranging from tens of thousands of dollars to multi million dollar bribes. Yikes. Now let me pause you there, Shire. So there's 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 the first part that I laid out. The second part is I may know that this product is BS. Right. But if you've made the price right, right, if you've paid me more, you know, if you've paid me, if I'm a YouTuber and you've given me more money than I'll get this year in YouTube AdSense, I may be more inclined to promote something that I know is not real or not good or not quality to my listeners. And that's what I think that's the sole purpose and why some of these influencers are being sued is because the integrity piece. Yes. You know what I mean? You knew 
this was shaky at best when you presented it to your audience but because of your dollar amounts you received you did it anyway Keep right watching, yeah right like that is the word that popped into my head mm -hmm. was a lack of integrity yep. and i think that when you're in the financial space you can i mean hey i'm not a uh, accountant or a licensed financial expert mm -hmm. but we're transparent about that yes. and we speak from our experience yes. and there, if you learn from our experience or if you're able to grow from our experience that's that's wonderful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's 100% your choice we're not forcing you to do that <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Well see but see that that's like this um, I, I don't know like, like I don't influencers yeah. have to understand the the power of their platform i think sometimes they do i think sometimes they understand it too well yeah but i know okay. what you're saying i know yeah. what you're saying okay sorry. okay do you want to dig deeper or do you, I, I can go right i got now. some words now yeah no no okay so let's let's see so among the defendants i can, is kevin i cannot say his last name Okay, but okay. I'm not even going to try. Okay. But Kevin has a channel called Meet Kevin and he has 1.8 million YouTube subscribers. Wow. And I'm familiar with Meet Kevin because, y'all, he tried to run for governor of California. Yes. He okay, did. his name was, I was like, his name was actually on the ballot. Right. I'm like, you're a YouTuber. You're going for this name. Well, Keep I. Going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. He's probably a very smart person. But anyway, but yeah, so he's one of them. I think he's probably one of the the, the biggest platforms. And aside from this article, I, I did hear, um, I did watch a video of him making a comment on it. He did disclose to someone how much money he received. And it was around $250,000 to promote FTX and he also stated that they owed him money and they never you know they did not deliver you know one of the, one of the payments to him but like who cares at this point right. it crashed and people lost money so I don't I mean it's funny that he kind of painted himself as a victim of course um but so <laughs> yeah so he is one of them um and another one who I thought uh was shocking mm -hmm. honestly um, was minority mindset mm. and he was someone who's named and I've, I have watched some of his topics and I know he has over a million subscribers as right. well and I remember when he first got started mm -hmm. when he first got started doing YouTube you know what he was doing he was doing what we was doing mm -hmm. he was buying houses and renting them out and I feel like that probably got a little slow because oh, that it wasn't is sexy enough. Yeah, that, I can't yeah. buy a house every single week to have a new YouTube video. Yeah, that's only so sexy. So you're right. So the platform shifted to where he became a financial guru, a financial expert, mm -hmm. and he is the place to go for reliable financial education. Like he's always talking about financial education, and he's the one who's going to give you financial education. So over the years. He's really built trust with people. Absolutely. And on top of that, sorry, I'm going in on you. But on top of that, he is he, by profession. He's a trained lawyer. He's a lawyer. Let me just go here, Shire. Because, okay. okay. Before we can proceed. 
So there, there may be some hate attached to my next soliloquy. If you, Marcus, will. you have to understand, y'all, that I'm frustrated for multiple reasons. One is like all these people you named. Like we're, we're not. Me and Shire aren't new to this. We're true to this. Like we started this in 2017. I'm. It's 2013 right now. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 2013. It's 2023. <laughs> That's six years. Uh-huh. We've been sharing uh, in the financial literacy space. We've been in, in the space with a lot of these people you named. We started the same, like, if this was, like, uh, a class, we, we're the same class, right? A lot of these major folks, and like you said, they start at the same time. You're sharing similar messaging. You're you're sharing similar growth trajectory, and then something snaps with some of these folks, and their growth just skyrockets. And you're like, man, well, I mean, I mean, they just hit the lot of they hit the algorithm. They something, you know what I mean? But really, what you're seeing now, what you're starting to see, especially with the emergence of folks like. Uh, pocket washing JT. There's another gentleman who's way bigger that does a lot of pointing out of fake gurus and stuff. Is what you're seeing is a lot of these people start drinking the Kool Aid. They start changing their messaging. They start presenting uh, information that's like more edgy and sketchy and because you risque. run out of you run out of topics. Right. You you run out of topics. Right. And it's just like you're feeling. If, like I just described, you're starting with them, you're sharing similar messaging, your growth is the same, and then they just take off, and you're kind of like, dang, what am I doing wrong? And you start to get down on yourself, but then years go down, and, you want, and you, stuff like this comes out. It's like they're taking money, they're presenting bad messaging, and it's just like they, they didn't have the integrity that you have. Perhaps that's why their rise is so meteoric. Now, it's not to say everybody. Some people are just really great at what they do, and they get the following because they're good at what they do. But it makes you question it. It makes you question, is that why they blew, they have 10 x <laughs> I don't know, you know Marcus. What I, mean? I, I don't, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a bit frustrated. I'm a bit tight about that. I'm not, I can't even front. I'm not. I mean, okay. if, if someone's YouTube page blows up, good for, the, good for them. Sure. Right? If we... Now I'm talking about me. I'm supposed to be talking about them. No, let's talk about us. I don't want to talk about us. I want to talk about them. (laughs) I'm just joking. Um, And I feel bad for their people they screwed over, but go ahead. Well, okay. If someone's page takes off, that's great. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, That's all I have to say about that. But what some people would say is that to whom much is given, much is required. So once your platform starts to grow... And you're making more money, then that means you really have resources to make sure the information that you're putting out um, is vetted Vet and it. accurate. Because these YouTubers that we're ta- that we're discussing, they're not lone wolves. It's not just like right now. It's just you and I in a room. Right, right. They when have teams. They have now. teams. <laughs> when they shoot, it's a production. Yeah. They have staff. They have writers. And so, like I said, your platform's taken off great, but that further means that you have the ability to make sure that the information is credible, reliable. Mm -hmm. If there's risk to it, that you are adequately explaining those risks. Mm -hmm. And that's That's how, that's how I feel about it. It's just more uh, accountability is placed on you. 
um, I think there's everyone needs to be accountable at some point when you're an influencer. Yes. Whether you're a podcaster, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on YouTube. And the thing that bothers me the most is when FTX failed and they got this lawsuit, mm-hmm. a lot of them kind of want to distance themselves from it and make it seem like well it's really up to the individual well it's really on the individual person yeah, yeah, to do the research what, what that, well that's what, the go ahead sorry, I'm sorry I don't yeah to I mean yeah. they're basically saying well you lost your money that's your fault it's on you but that's the thing that makes me so frustrated that's what I was saying that's always their <laughs> escape right when I sell you a BS product that I told you can make you this amount of money and then you get into it and you're like there's nothing in here you say well, it's on you, man. It's, it's it's all about how much work you put in. It's mm-hmm. about, you know what I'm saying? You got to grind. You, you got to do your due diligence. Yes. But you told me that it was good. Exactly. So that so so that that's what bothers me the most. Yeah. Is that yeah. that uh emergency exit that yep. <laughs> a lot of people use. Yes. Well, it's, it's your fault. So why am I listening to you? Exactly. If why why would I take my time to listen to you if I'm doing what you tell me to do, and then yeah. all of a sudden, I lose thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars off of off of your word, off of off your of word, your, your yeah, and and so just like how you said on the front end, Shire, as influencers, if you have a big following or small following, you know it was Roland Martin. That's who it said. Roland Martin was saying how powerful uh, if you're in radio, podcasting, content creation, whatever. How important messaging is, is that in war, if you want to take over uh, a country, the first thing you do is military takeover. And the second is always media. The propaganda, the controlling messaging, telling right, we're seeing Russia do it now, uh, you know, telling your people what you want them to hear through media mm-hmm. and how important is it is, is you have to respect the mic. So even if you a podcast, you have a small platform or whatever, you have a million subscribers, whatever your voice and what you promote is is influential and you have to be careful. And it's like with us, we to get it personal again. Remember, we had a little we did a little sponsorship with a bank, whatever. And that bank later on did something that we didn't agree with that had nothing to do with what our sponsorship was. But we just didn't like something else they did. We, we called we, them to the carpet. We, yes, we called them to the carpet. There's, we didn't tuck tail and This be is like, a big bank, and right. you bank where you bank. Right. It's fine, but they were doing things mm-hmm. within our community that didn't align, that, didn't align with, with. that didn't align with who they presented to us that they were. Right. And we could have easily been like, well, we partnered with it. We don't want to shoot. We might want to partner with them again later. Let's not we say that. We fulfilled the. No. Yeah, yeah. It's not about that but for it's, us. But it's the accountability but is that why? Piece. I ain't going to go there. But yes. Accountability. No, that sounds like a conspiracy key. theory. I, I I feel that a lot Maybe of people I'm a conspiracy type of yes yes <laughs> no. you know and he didn't finish his thought because we're married and he didn't need to I know what he was thinking <laughs> and I feel that a lot of people do come into the finance space with good intentions right. that they just want to share their knowledge they just want to tell their story they want to help others but you have to be careful yeah and you you need to make sure that your heart is in the right place and that your intentions are in the right place. And yes. that's that's every single day. Yes. 
But the question I have for you is, should they be held legally uh, liable for what happened? I say go get that money. Huh? <laughs> I say go get that money. Well, what does that mean? I think if I was one of these folks that bought this product because so-and-so told me to do it, and I lost all this money, yeah, yeah, I'm coming after you. I'm okay. coming after you, and I think you owe you owe something. You definitely need to be attached to this lawsuit. And yeah, yeah, I think it's right. I do. And I think even the entertainers are held liable, but at the end of the day, they're just entertainers. They just are people that, hey, man, I do commercials, and I just did a commercial. Sorry. But if you're teaching financial literacy and or all your platform is is about finance, 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 and you and for you to be involved in something like this, come on, man. Yeah. You gotta you gotta at least defend yourself. If you go in front of the uh, court and you're found not guilty or not liable, or you did all your due diligence and your messaging and your hey, this is a sponsor and this isn't if you did all that and, and the court finds you not guilty, cool. But I do think they need to go through the process. Yeah, mm -hmm. I am mad at it. Yeah, if if I was a victim, I would, I would too. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that um, there's now is a time where influencers are going to be held liable. Yeah, it's and happening. And it is happening. I'm going to give an example of that. But before I do. Um, someone was talking about the same case and they said, I would trust a financial influencer over a celebrity. Right. Like, you know, Tom Brady. Like, right. Tom Brady knows everything about football. Right. It's very obvious that this is something that he's being paid to do. Mm -hmm. He probably don't even manage his own money. Right. But a financial influencer who's always talking about financial education, financial education, um, <laughs> like... You know, someone that you are watching regularly, yeah. you start to feel like you know that person. Yes. And they have a finance background. I I do see why, um, you know, people are coming after influencers. Right. And so an example of this, which is not money related, but was with the big case with Tasha K. Yeah. And Cardi Talk B. About it. And how Tasha K said some things on her platform about Cardi B that, you know, weren't very nice. And it turned out to be untrue. And Cardi B said, no, I'm tired of y'all talking. I'm took her you. to court. I'm suing your behind. And won. Yeah. I'm she won. Give me that YouTube channel. I want that. Well, <laughs> Give me the subscribers. Nah, I know she didn't do all and that. she but lost her. And Tasha yeah. K tried to appeal and she lost the appeal. Mm -hmm. So And finally apologized. So I saw. Yes, I didn't watch the apology video because I'm just, I ain't we following to, it like that. We might have that. to address that on our uh, Just Our Opinion episode. Uh, but. Yeah, but you're right, though, Shire. So these, so YouTubers, you know, are, are starting to become mm -hmm. held liable mm -hmm. for what you say. And that's not even what we're used to on YouTube. YouTube is like free speech. Well, for the most part. Right. It was, it was there, a wild, wild west. Say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. You know, but now it's like, no, what did you well, say? Well, okay. Shire, when subscribers, when your subscriber count is in the millions do you not understand that there are television shows, TV programming that do not do numbers that YouTube channels do? Yeah. The, some of the most, uh, I think, uh, 
uh, Snowfall it was the is the highest rated show on television. They do like it was something like five million views an episode. Dude, I know YouTubers that do five million views a a, a video. Look at uh, Mr. Beast and his videos. Mm-hmm. They're killing network television. Right. And so yeah, no longer can you just. <laughs> that's no longer a type of platform where you could just say what you want. Like how podcasting and YouTube used to be. I'm just in my room saying it. I only got a few thousand people watching. I could say all kinds of crazy stuff. When you start becoming huge like that, you can't go on there and say just anything about people. Or you can't go on there and just say and just say anything. Right. And so, yeah, you're right. And I think, let's go back to the financial folks in the financial space. Yes. I think we get, I think we get too big we got too big for our britches as a collective and i think it took people like someone i keep referring somebody like a jt the pocket watcher who is a financial expert see shire the line got blurred between sharing your story oh he's an accountant he's an accountant and he's a financial um, planner certified financial planner okay who can give financial advice we who aren't that we blurred the lines from sharing your story, sharing financial principles, and giving advice. See, when you cross over that line, that's when you need to get you need to get smacked. And it sounds like a lot of these guys, in my opinion, they really cross that line back and forth, and they become almost like pseudo advisors to to their listeners. And their listeners are like, "What did you? Whatever you say, I'm going to do because I trust you that much." And I think this is just a little check that hey. Sharing your story, sharing financial principles, you know, like what 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 credit is and sharing information is fine. But giving advice, we can't do. You right. can't be looked upon like an advisor. Well, Marcus, right? even folks that are that have specializations are only licensed. Come on, Shy. For their state. Right. Okay, so okay. you can become an accountant. That Fair. doesn't mean you're the accountant of the world. For everybody, like, right? It's like, um, but at least you are a licensed in a state, right? If I'm a licensed real real estate agent in California, uh, no, I can't sell in other states, but I'm still a licensed professional, so I can I can speak on it from a level of expertise, right? But to that point, there are you can speak on it, but there's laws in every single state mm-hmm. and you're not going to be an expert on every single state just like a youtuber is not an expert on every single person's situation yeah I so agree. i agree but how you know the internet used to be just something that you go to just be entertained yeah, yeah now yeah. we get all of our advice from the internet we get relationship advice from the internet cooking which i find helpful Financial advice, hair, makeup. hair, makeup, you know, how to put in a weave, you know, like everything. everything's from the Internet. And, you know, this whole financial education piece, I'm getting it off a YouTube channel from the like, that's not financial education. Yeah. Like you would get financial education from a, a educational institution. I, I love that you're saying this, Shire, because I think like I'm getting I'm, we see I'm seeing too many people talk about this in some education. You ain't got no certification to give nobody. <laughs> you ain't got no graduation to give nobody. So just because you have X amount of subscribers and you talk about money, you can't educate someone. You can't give them a cert- certification. 
So just say you, sh- you know, I think we need to change that messaging. I, I get tired of hearing that. I mean, like, it's a fine line. I'm not saying you can't learn anything. You can, of course, you can. But it c- it should never, uh, it should never take the place of a professional. It could be yeah. an addition. Yeah, that's what we are. We're addition. We're we're to adi- what you're already doing. Yeah, but I think we try to take a place. I mean, there was a moment, kind of even you know, in our journey or just you know around a community where it was like you don't need to speak no profession you 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 could do it by yourself it's like hold hold on hold on i think you have come it's been saying recently just in our conversation like yeah i want a professional even if they say you're doing everything right right you need to check in with a professional at some point right well yeah (laughs) i mean i just feel that we're getting to an age yeah and we're a little bit older and we're probably at a point where we could afford it. Yes. I mean, there's times we I can't afford to talk to nobody. I, so in the meantime, yeah, yeah, I'm right. going to pick up this book. Right. I'll listen to this podcast. Self-educate. I, I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, but, you know, it's just something to be mindful of as a consumer yes, of man. this type of content. I think these conversations around money are important. Yes. I think these discussions, I think podcasts i think youtubes we, we know some really phenomenal uh youtubers yes um who we've met personally and yes. great hearted people they're good people they're not out to take your money okay mm-hmm. um but at you know but at the end of the day there 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 needs to be an awareness mm-hmm. that if someone is pushing a product if someone right. is pushing you know a service that they might be compensated for it and if you know that they're being compensated for it then keep that in your hip just, pocket just, just keep it in just keep it yeah. in your mind yeah because you know I, i'm tired not, of seeing yeah. people get got shy not not that, everybody's that, so frustrating right and not everybody is looking out for the next person mm-hmm. we we need more of that mm-hmm. sometimes people are looking out for themselves yep. and it's sad it's sad like when you see someone that you actually watch and you enjoy their content and yeah. now something like this happens, it almost makes it seem like, well, can I trust, can I trust everything else that they've said, you know? <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's, it's really sad. It's yeah. sad for those people that rely on them for accurate information. You always kind of got that side eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, um, so we just have to be careful, right? Yeah. We have to be mindful. We can't put it all on black Yeah. because uh, someone someone says to do that right yeah sure well this is a good convo i got some i got some of my frustrations out sure let me get some of that out uh so <laughs> but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you did do us a huge favor and leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening and we really appreciate it till next time y'all we out peace bye